welcome to the Momgasm Podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. Welcome back to another episode of the Momgasm Podcast. In this week's episode, we spoke to fellow badass bitch, Chili Chick. Chili is a Halifax-based online sex worker. She's been in the business for three years doing just about everything, from webcamming to bespoke adult content. In this episode, we got down to the nitty-gritty of what it takes to become an online sex worker, from how Chili got started in the industry to the weirdest stuff you can sell, kinks, and some noteworthy requests from one of her clients. Lindsay talks about monetizing some of her own sexy content, and Chili explains how to get started. This was such an informative and eye-opening conversation, so sit down, turn it up, and enjoy. Hello? 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 How are you? Oh, this is uh, really nope. Nope. None of the words that were supposed to come out came out in the way that I wanted them to there. What happened? It's Lindsay. I'm talking to Lindsay. Hi. (laughs) Hello. I imagine you can't hear me though, because I think your mom has headphones in. No, I just unplugged them. Oh yay. Hi. (laughs) How's it going? Oh my god, it's a whole Sleeping has round and finished dinner. So Roland's sleeping. Because he didn't finish his dinner. Oh, uh, yeah. We we tend to uh, enforce something similar. Yep. Or it's just a go out and starve. Yep. See, Lindsay does the same thing as Mama. I do. All right, now say goodnight because I have to do some work now, okay? Yeah. Night, okay. Henry. Say goodnight. Say bye. Good seeing you. Farting. Okay, I'm plugging back in now. I'm also farting a lot, so great. I literally, like, in the middle of this interview, might need to get up and poop. Like, it it could could be interesting. That would be really funny, though. (laughs) Uh, Just one second, Chili. I I, uh, gotta go drop a deuce. I'd be like, all right, you babes keep talking. Film me when I get back. Yeah. Girls gotta shit. I also, it's funny, like, when you did, when you were like, oh, I I gotta grab a cup of before we start, and it was like, I'm gonna go have an orgasm before we start. Did you actually? Oh, I've had like five today. It's been a great, great day. So different from when I talked to you yesterday, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh, I think it's because I finally like started creating again and playing and like Uh, doing things, which like popped the cork. uh, And uh, so we were gonna fuck last night after the party because I was like. And like a very healthy amount of like drunk and high, like it was a great mix going on in my system. My liver <laughs> might be mad about it, but that's okay. And uh, then I went and Fallon woke up, and we were going to go to bed. And so I passed out, of course, before <laughs> anything could happen. But I woke up and I was like, I could still go for it. <laughs> and so we did, and it was it was better. It was not terrible. Wasn't terrible. Was not terrible. It was not as good as it has been, but it was. Mm. It was. It was. It was satisfying. 
Yeah. Except for the fact that I had been like, I woke up masturbating. I was like, oh, I'm just going to like go for a wander. Ooh. And I was like, oh, babe, like while you're in bed with me and the kids are not up yet, do you want to have a time? And he was kind of like, really, he was like, oh, the moment we start, blah, blah, blah. And then finally we just, we were like, fuck it, let's go for it. But I had like just came when he was like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes like when you have an orgasm and then there's like that, that like brief moment of delay. And then it's like really hard. Yeah. It's either hard to get back there or it's like you get there and it's just not the same quality. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Mm-hmm. So that happened. So I was like, the actual sex was great, but I was like, it's a little bit of a womp womp. Yeah. Womp womp. And then my sex toy that I ordered showed up in the mail. So then I was like, well, let's play with this for the rest of the day. It's <laughs> been a great day. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. I'm so happy you took full advantage of that new sex toy today. <laughs> oh, fuck did I ever. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. Woo. Woo. So it's good, eh? It, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about it. It oh. is effective. It is like... It is a sensation that I have never felt on my body or in my body before. Like it's, I think you and I have talked about it before where it's like sometimes if you're like directly stimulating your clit, it's like, it's almost like a burning sensation Mm -hmm. where you're like, I I think this is good, but I also, this is like so intense for me right now that I don't think I'm actually into this. Yeah. But my body is writhing like I am. Like what? Right. What is this? Yeah. So it's like that. Yeah. So it like, and it like, like it's just really, 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 really really intense. intense. Which, because I also was like, obviously, if you get a new toy, you're like, let's see what you can do. So you put it on full blast, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) that was the point where like I did this in the bathtub because (sighs) our bedroom, and um. This is funny because this is all going to be recorded too. <laughs> but fell asleep <laughs> in the bedroom and Alexis was like running around doing her thing. So I was like, where the fuck can I go to, to like play with this? So I went into the tub. <laughs> Just not, no water. Nothing. I have totally done that before. <laughs> so I just crawled in the tub. But I like with the point where I turned it on full blast, I like... I, like, had, like, a whiplash reaction. I just, like, launched my head back, and I smashed my head on the top. Holy crap. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. And Jeff was like, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so it's, uh, woo ha ha it's intense. So you got the one that's the suction on your clitoris. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I when Ollie was going down on me a few nights ago, he was direct like he was stimulating that spot where it was like so intense and it was it felt good, but it at the same time you're like exactly what you said, you're like, is this good? I don't know if I could sit through this. Right. Oh. But I'm like, I'm writhing and I'm like doing this and things are happening and or like smashing your head into the yeah. wall behind you. Like- yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I, th- I found like for me, like when I had it 
on, especially in the tub. I was like, I was like, this is really intense, but I don't know if I could actually orgasm unless I also had like internal stimulation too. Like Mm. that for me seems to be like a must. I, and like, sometimes I can do that enough where I'm just like, I'll rock my hips and like squeeze Mm -hmm. uh, my pelvic floor, like as I'm stimulating my clit. And that's normally enough. Like that's what I'll do Mm. with my magic wand where I kind of straddle my magic wand and then just like hump, I I hump it. Yeah. Great. It's really great. It makes me feel like a weird child again in my room. Giddy up, cowgirl. Some pillows, (laughs) which is really funny. But it's like, I have to have some sort of something Mm. happening. And I found like the rocking wasn't enough because I couldn't even like concentrate on rocking my hips while this thing was like on Mm. my clit. So, um, I, right before this call, (laughs) I grabbed the, um, oh my God, I'm I'm totally blanking on what it's called, but it's, uh, Desirable. What is it? The Dahlia. Oh yeah, the Dahlia. I grabbed that and the Mm. new toy. It was a fucking great combination. Mm. This is a great combination. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa, hello. Although when I was in the tub and I had it on full blast and I I was having that like crazy intense, I also at the same time was like, am I going to squirt? Ooh. I was like, is what? So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to continue like exploring it. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am interested in getting one of those toys. I've, I've actually, so today I, I, I masturbated. I used the, the G vibe. Yeah, you did. And the last time that I used it, I concentrate, I, I kept the G vibe on one spot of my clitoris, the upper left hand quadrant, cord, cord, quadrant, quadrant. Quadrant. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I did that last time and I had an epic orgasm and I was like, Whoa, holy fuck. Like it was really intense. So I did the same thing today and I also had another epic orgasm and it's like, it, it is the tiniest little spot. And as soon as you hit it, it is like euphoria, like ecstasy immediately. And like, I, I remember when I, when I, when I, tapped into it i heard myself go oh and then it just i just fucking boom like it fucking it was very quick like i you know when I, every time that i masturbate I'm, I'm stimulating my clitoris but you know it takes me about maybe between five and ten minutes oh hey <laughs> oh my god we're still connecting to audio and therefore oh, you cannot connecting. hear us yet you can't, it's not your headphones. I love it. <laughs> right as we're talking about clitoris. I know. It's great. I also just realized that I have to grab my pen and paper and that we like didn't do any of the prep things that we said we were going to no, do. We but that's okay. We now have like 10 extra bonus minutes talking about masturbation. So that's never a fucking <laughs> yeah. bad thing, right? right? That was a great thing. She's in. Oh! Can you hear us? <laughs> Yes, but you just muted yourself. Oh, no. Oh, hey. Did we do okay. it? Are we here? <gasps> Are we good? We We're good. Success. Success. <laughs> um, I'm just going to grab a pen and paper super quickly, and I have to unplug yeah. myself and can't hear for a second. I'll be yeah, back. go ahead. Yeah, you came in, like, just as we were talking about masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect timing. I was talking about, um, or she just got a new toy, a pink cherry toy. One of those toys is like the suction on your clitoris. Oh, like a satisfier. Yes. So do you have one? Have you used one? I do. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Cause she was just saying how like the orgasm, we were talking about how like, you know, when you're stimulating your clitoris and you're like right on the ball of the clitoris and it's so <laughs> intense that it's like, you don't know if it's good or if it's bad, like if it's like, if it's too much. Um, mm-hmm. And she was explaining that Lindsay, like that's what your, what is it that you have again? Your new a toy? Satisfier. Is that what you oh, have? Wait. My, yeah, that is what I have. The satisfier. So I got like yeah. the old school one, like the first generation or whatever it was. Cause it was $30. Yeah. Oh, what? Best 30 bucks Crazy. I think I've ever spent friends. <laughs> nice. I used to work at Pleasures and Treasures. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, nice. the satisfier was very popular. Fuck. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which Pleasures and Treasures did you work at? The one here in Dartmouth? Uh, the one on Quimpool. Ah, <laughs> Lindsay's neighborhood. My hood. Nice. <laughs> the hood. Though I've only been in there, like, two times, which seems really weird to me. Because I'm like, what do I do for a living? <laughs> You're Venus Envy. You prefer Venus Envy. I do. I know that, but pleasures and treasures are like also great and wonderful too. Like anytime I have gone, it's been a delightful experience. Mm. But yeah, I just, I tend to. Yeah. I mean, Venus Envy is definitely um, better for sure. Um where Pleasures and Treasuries is, like, a little shadier and also owned by a dude, like, they're more likely to sell stuff that isn't body-friendly. Um, it does sound great, but... Right? And I, I it's funny, because it's maybe that's what it is, that where I'm like, this doesn't totally jive with me. There's something mm-hmm. about it where I'm like, I think the staff is friendly and really knowledgeable and super helpful, but I'm like, mm, it, mm. I feel like this store is not for me. Mm. No, that's fair. I'm just going to adjust my laptop. Titties up, ladies. Titties up. I don't think that's possible <laughs> for me anymore, friends. Like, let's, I could, okay, hold on. Let's see if I can do this. Wait, friends. The manual, the manual titty up. <laughs> Good, but wait. Oh, oh it stayed more than I thought it would. Yeah. More than I thought it would. I thought there it was going to be go. a very drastic, like, bottoming out experience. <laughs> I'm braless right now. I'm just letting them hang. Nice. Letting them get some air. They air need tennis? it. Right? All for that. <laughs> I was reading a Facebook post today, and someone said that they, they what do they say? They just want to be somewhere where it's warm with their titties out eating fresh fruit. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes. yes all I want right now like I I kind of had that today it was like super fucking sunny today did you guys get outside today I did no oh hilly (laughs) I I opened the door (laughs) that counts I'll take it even if like so one thing that I've been doing I wafted the air in (laughs) (laughs) is like if I can't get outside I'll, I'll pull like a cat move and just like find that sliver of sun and just like lay in it naked. I'm like, yes, this is enough. I'm getting those vi- that vitamin D, right? right? That sliver of sun. Anyway, so how's isolation been, Chili? 
Oh, it's uh, it's been fun. I've gotten to spend a lot of time with my partner and my sister. Yeah, it's honestly been good, um, especially with online sex work, for me at least, where people are bored, they're home, they like want something to do. So mm. a lot of people are more tempted to try it out. Yeah, I was I was wondering that, like as soon as all this stuff went down, because um, I've been following you for a while, and I saw that you posted on your social media. That, um, I think you were like, you put up, ask me anything you want because um, you were bored and isolation, whatever. And so it was like, have you seen an increase in people wanting more content from you online and like buying stuff from you? And you're like, oh yeah, definitely. And I thought of that. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, like this would be a really good time to be an online sex worker right now. Making some bank, yeah. I bet. Yeah, no, especially like for online sex workers, it's been awesome um, where we can work from the comfort of our home mm. and, and being self-employed, like you're not relying on an employer to bring you into an office or manage your payroll. Um, but yeah, full service sex workers have been hit pretty hard though um, mm. in this industry. Fuck, yeah. So, sorry, Lindsay, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I, I, um, I think it was... Oh, I can't remember what it was, but it was, I want to say it was like New York, something or other had put out like a guide specifically for sex workers in the city that was like giving mm-hmm. alternatives for what they could do or how they could practice their work safely. And like the biggest thing was move your, move your business online. Um, mm-hmm. But that would suck yeah. to like have, I mean, so many people are experiencing this anyway, whether they're in um, the sex work industry or not but having your entire livelihood or a large chunk of your livelihood being taken away whether it's temporary or permanent sucks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yeah for sure and i've seen um a similar list of resources as well um and one of the things that they pointed out in that particular article was just that online sex work isn't accessible for everybody so a lot of the people who are doing, say, like survival sex work might not have access to the same kind of digital technology as everybody else. Fuck yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And I wonder, like, you know, where sex work is, I would consider sex work to be in the creative industry, to be honest. Like you, For sure. it's still, yeah. to me, it's still an art form. But I wonder if the the money that the Canadian government is giving out, if that would be accessible to sex workers right now do you know if you're an online sex worker and if you're able to somehow have receipts um to prove that you've lost like over 30 percent of your income from COVID-19 then technically that should be accessible to you as someone who's self-employed but Mm -hmm. anyone who's doing full service work like you're not really legally supposed to be doing it anyways so Mm. there isn't any funding government funding anyways available However, um, I was doing a little bit of research for a friend, um, and Maggie's in Toronto partnered with the Butterfly Project, and they've been active in launching a uh, sex workers emergency support fund, um, as well as Peace Society in Vancouver is also doing something quite similar. um, Grassroots organizations working on funding, but yeah, no government funding right now. Wow. So... Maybe before we like get any deeper, because like I feel like we're getting kind of deep already. <laughs> I feel like you should probably introduce yourself to our listeners. Like I said, Lindsay too. We've both been following you for a while, and yeah. um, 
you were like the first sex worker that I discovered here in Halifax that really had such a prominent online presence. Um, Cause Lindsay and I have been talking since the very beginning of momgasm that we wanted to talk to a sex worker. Like we wanted to have open conversations with everyone and anyone. Mm. Um, and so we've been like, you know, asking people, do you know, do you know anyone? And you were the first person that popped up. Um, oh. Yeah. And you're an absolute babe and I love everything that you're putting out. And so it's just <laughs> awesome to be following you and I really support everything you're doing. Um, and I hope that this conversation will inspire some other people because we have had lots of people talk to us about, you know, how do I get started? Um, so I guess we'll start there. How, how did you get started in uh, the sex industry, be- becoming a sex worker? I started off three, almost four years ago. I was just out of actually a really bad relationship. Um, he was quite controlling through that relationship. So when we broke up, um, I just kind of had this sexual revelation where I was like, okay, I'm free now. I can explore whatever I want to explore and like express myself express myself however I want to express myself um and that was when I kind of turned to Instagram and was posting I guess like essentially boudoir photos and Mm -hmm. had started to work with boudoir photographers and after that that kind of progressed into well I mean like there were people who were in my DMs and they'd be like hey like where can I see more like I want to see more of you like how much will it cost? And I would just block them because I was like, oh yeah, fuck these guys. Like, I don't have time for this. It's um, <laughs> where I currently am. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> monetize that shit. <laughs> I, which, which is funny because I've thought about it so many times and then it keeps coming back to like, do I have the actual time and bandwidth mentally mm. to do this while also being trapped at home with two children? Mm. <laughs> uh, very fair um yeah so I guess after that um I was talking to um another sex worker was a friend of mine and she was saying like hey like you've got this opportunity you're literally sitting on cash right now these guys are asking you for additional content like just give them a price and that's what I started doing wow so it was a very natural progression for you yeah. Yeah, I guess right? so. Yeah, which is awesome because, like, you know, you do hear of stories that it's not so good, but there's so many other stories that we are discovering where women are choosing to do sex work. Um, like I said, so many of our listeners, we have friends, Lindsay, you, we we have talked about it. Oh, we've yeah. talked about ways of monetizing <laughs> the oh, things yeah. that you're putting out. We've talked about feet. We've talked about used panties. Um, we've talked about mm-hmm. shaving. Like there's so many ways to monetize it. And that's, it's, it's both overwhelming and also really exciting at the same time. Mm. What was that like for you when like you finally took the plunge and you said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And what did you do first? Did you like, did you open up a, like a, like an account online or something? Or did you just start taking private clients? Like how, how did that happen? Um, well, I guess first, I like wasn't sure about jumping into it. Um, I had an opportunity to start private webcamming with a client. Um, but I like, didn't know how that was going to go. Mm. Um, which is when I got on Omegle and decided to do a little practice run. Um, and what is Omegle? Like, 
it's like uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of chat roulette. Yes. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so basically, just like chat roulette, um, with like dirty omegle or something along those lines. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I um, I just like, posted my PayPal link in the chat and was like, hey, like if you guys want to start anything, then here's my PayPal Fuck link. Yeah. And, just been work, money but... and <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Wow. That is like, yeah. it's just so easy. It is. Lindsay. Just, like, it's really, it's fun. <laughs> but you're like, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. An experiment. Yes. Become a sex worker for a month. See what happens. <laughs> I would totally fucking do that in the name of momgasm. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd fuck with that. <laughs> Oh my god! So it's also like I, I'd also like I have to like preface that too. I would also fuck with that anyway, just because I've been like incredibly curious, and it's it's well, fair, yeah. It's it. There is something that is like so alluring to me about it, especially where I am in a position where I put so much free content out into the world and mm. a lot of my body out into the world. And I'm like, mm. I am sure there is a sea of individuals that are like getting their rocks off to pictures of me or pictures of me and my partner and I'm like why why not make a little bit money uh doing it anyway why not yeah Mm -hmm. and I mean like you don't even necessarily have to be a sex worker to participate in sex work too Mm. um so like if you did have say like a request for feet pics or a request for full nudes like you could do that on the side just as like a one-off or like you know a couple of times and not have to commit to the idea of being mm. a sex worker because it's like a little bit well I suppose like a lot more complicated than that even where being a sex worker I would say is 60% just working through technical issues and doing marketing and all of the like background stuff that isn't necessarily as fun. Mm. Which I feel like I have to deal with anyway with all of the thousands of other things that I do. Yeah. (laughs) What's, what's adding one more thing into the list of shit that I already do. Fuck. Mm. Well, there you go. You know, on the same day update, you know, momgasm, you could update your own private account, right? Like, just tick it off the list. Oh, my God. Do it all in one. I love that you're just like, I feel, Sarah, like you really, really want me to do this at this point. Like, I (laughs) I feel like you're peer pressuring me. It's not peer pressure. This is, this is, Ah. this is friend supporting friend. This is what this is. Potentially with like a a side of a personal (laughs) gain, maybe. Not personal gain, personal curiosity. That's fair. I myself, uh, it's definitely something I think every woman thinks about because at any, I feel like for every woman, there's been a point in our online presence where a man has sl- slid into our DMs and was like, whoa, you look good. Like, can I get some more of that? Or, you know, something along those lines. And we've all had that moment of like, could I do more of this? Is this something I want to do? Could whoa. I make a quick hundred bucks? Just like, like what's my picture. price? Yeah, exactly. Ew. What's my price? Um, but I... I've got my own stuff that I am working through and that's, that's not my path to um, that's not my path to awakening my sexuality, but it is a path that I fully support anyone 
who wants to do it. And friends who have come to me and they're like, Sarah, I'm thinking about doing it. I'm like, fuck yeah, do it. As long as it's safe, as long as you are safe, as long as there you are, you feel 100% good about this. And if you don't, don't force yourself to keep doing it. You know, don't force yourself to keep doing it because the money's good. Um, mm. And so it's, that's true with anything. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, but, the, but, the, but, you know, a lot of people don't equate sex work to every, any other kind of job. People equate sex work to being this low bar job when in reality it's, it's not. And you yourself, Chili, you do a lot of like advocating for sex work, don't you? I do. Yeah. Um, and I guess like I myself, like I would never claim to speak for all sex workers, but just in like my learned experience, like it's hard not to observe, especially like the various levels of privilege within sex work. Mm. So somebody who's doing online sex work, like you're safe for the most part. And you always risk things like stalking and verbal abuse. Um, but outside of that, like you don't face any immediate violence Mm. but if you're doing say like street work or if you're an escort then like you have that added level of um potential violence that can happen and then that's not to say that like that's everybody's um everyday fear as a sex worker um especially like with escorting high-end escorting but yeah no Mm. there's like definitely a privileged fear that exists there Mm, yeah I just in following you on Instagram, are you going to university? Is that what I did? I remember reading that at some point. And what, yeah. what are you taking? Um, I actually just finished a degree in fine arts and I just started one in PR. Right. Oh, cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I was seeing like stuff about you were advocating for sex work, but I remember there was some kind of like art component to it. And I thought that was so incredible. Like really, 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 really cool. Um, you you fascinate me, and I, I I am fascinated by anyone who anyone who is doing sex work. I admire them because I think that that is one of the most powerful things that women can do. That's one of the most powerful things that women can do because women have been created with the ability to you know our clitoris that sole purpose is pleasure and pleasure gives women power. And over the years, there, there have been times in society where sex work was a little bit, you know, in times of like, what, like 17th, 18th 18th century for the, the courtesans, like they were admired. They were like revered in society. There were these glamorous women. Um, And then they, sex work became something horrible, but all along women have been taking sex work for themselves and doing it to help them survive over the years. And now it's evolving into this, this complete art form. And I just find it like so incredible and so fascinating and then I'm I I do admire you for what you do absolutely and I can't like fathom anyone giving you verbal abuse like I can't I can't fathom that because what you are doing is is so empowering I I, I feel that anyway yeah and Lindsay, I see, I see you laugh. Oh, I want to be like, have you met my mom? <laughs> uh, 
But I mean, that those are very outdated views. I feel like people of our yeah. generation, like we are realizing that, you know, it, it is such an empowering thing. It's such a, such a powerful thing. Yeah. I think like we've definitely had to relearn that. And like, not only the level of like gendered violence, but also thinking about trans sex workers, non-binary sex workers, male sex workers too. Um, mm-hmm. There are like different levels of stigmatization. Um Especially, like, if you're thinking about, like, hiring a sex worker, per se, like, in Canada, we follow um, the Nordic model, so it's a little bit different than the States in that it's not decriminalized, but, like, it's not illegal to sell sex work. It's illegal Mm. to buy sex work. Um, So that puts women, I mean, it was intended to help women in the sense that, like, well, not just women, but that's the way the bill phrases it. intended to help sex workers so that like it would create um almost like a, a blockage in the demand if it was harder to obtain but really all it did was like make people go through shadier avenues to access sex yeah. work so you have a lot of people who are like hesitant to reveal their actual identity um and will go by a fake name when trying to access sex work which makes it more dangerous mm. So what made you choose to be so public with your sex work then after saying that, you know, a lot of women have experienced this shame and wanting to hide it. What made you to choose to be so public? Um, I guess. <laughs> I don't think I have like zodiac signs, but I'm an Aries. I was going to say, you're totally fucking Aries. <laughs> I was like sitting here being like, oh, this bitch is totally an Aries too. I feel it. <laughs> I, when is your birthday? Uh, March 30th. Nice. Ah, this is the same with my my son, my son Roland. Yeah. Yeah. Happy belated birthday! Thank you. Happy belated birthday to Roland. That's all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Aries. Oh my God, fucking I, this Aries. Is, this is also probably why I'm like, yeah, sex work. I could do it. Let's do it. <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, there's just like a. I mean, I don't know if there's any truth in it or not, but like definitely I have a level of strong headedness and like, I'm not about to let anybody tell me that I should hide from things that I know I shouldn't have to hide or mm-hmm. like feel ashamed of something that I don't want to feel ashamed of. Mm-hmm. Um, Lindsay, so you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, so, I mean, I, I'm naturally curious with kind of your um, entrance into sex work, how it was kind of this natural progression. What kind of sex work have you tried and do you maybe currently offer now? Um, So I had started off with webcamming and um, selling photos and videos just privately. Um, And then when OnlyFans became a thing, I tried that and I still use OnlyFans today. Awesome. Um, it's been great, although it definitely has a lot of hiccups. Um, I know that a lot of people aren't super happy with OnlyFans because they do not treat their users the way that they probably should. Um, a lot of people mm. have been experiencing delays with payouts recently. Fuck. Um, I tried my free cams, which is a live chat platform. Um, so you would go on as a webcammer and you would have however many people in your chat room and they would tip you um, and also go into private chats on that. Um, and other platforms, uh, many vids is one that I use now and it's probably one of the best ones out there. It's also Canadian owned. Hmm. Awesome. 
Many beds. Huh, I've never heard of that. I've heard of only fans, but I haven't heard of many beds. They're great. So what, like, are you, what is your, do you do an array? Like, are you into foot fetishes? Are you into shaving? Are you into bondage? Like, what is your favorite thing to do, I guess, in your realm? Or do you have a niche? Yeah. Um, well, I personally identify as a switch. So that means that I play both submissive and dom. Um, I definitely prefer Dom. Dom is a lot more fun, in my opinion, to play around with. So whether that means like small penis humiliation or cuckolding or things along that line. Um, I've done work with foot fetish clients. Um, yeah, there's been some really niche stuff for sure. I'm not like hesitant to try just about anything. So. Hmm. I feel like you're probably similar to me where I'm like, fuck, I'll try anything once. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially (laughs) if you're going to pay me for it. My partner have. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But we did have a conversation, Lindsay. We were like, what is your hard no? And what did you say? Was it like, was it shitting? Shitting on me, I think, was like a hard no for me. Or like, I would probably shit on somebody. I'd do that. (laughs) I don't care. That doesn't affect me. But, like, being shit on is definitely a hard no for me. Yeah, or okay. being peed on. I don't think I... I, I could I, do that. No, I, I could... I'd like it's warm. It's, I, I'm here for it. Not my face. Oh, yeah, I was going to say face. No. No face. But, like, you want to piss on my tits? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. You're in the shower. Like, that's this is my thing. I'm, like, in the right <laughs> environment. Why not? Because it's just going to wash off. That's true. That's true. Okay. All right. You're kind of swaying my opinion. Yeah, shit. No, that's, that's, that's just a hard no. Because I mean, like my, my immediate thought goes to that horrible viral video many years ago. Oh, no, I'm not even gonna say the name because it's horrible. Two girls, one cup. I'm sure that that sparked many a hard play fetish or oh. what is it hard sports there we go yeah because there's like water sports and then there's hard sports which is oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was more like a soup sports <laughs> yeah <laughs> soup sports it was like soupy shit <laughs> stop talking about it no <laughs> The visuals are coming oh, back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Ugh. Ugh. I fucking love it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Oh. I know. That and um, gimp suits. Gimps are the hard, hard no. But like, really? I, I have seen somebody use you. Okay, I sent you, you not, not, not for Cam. Oh, an Instagram account. Hold on. And they, yeah, they, I think it's two, two, it's two people. And Mm. they were walking down like a busy city street in all latex. And then I think they had the give mask, but you couldn't see it because they had a gas mask over it. So it's not cam damage. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah, Um, we love them. So amazing. Uh, somebody suggested that I follow them in like the last 48 hours. I've gone deep down 
the fucking rabbit hole. Um, Have you ever done Gibbs suits, Chili? I haven't, but that's only because Gibbs suits are really expensive. (laughs) Really? Yes. Yeah. Like how expensive? I was looking into buying one um, on Stockroom and the good ones are like two to three hundred dollars for the mask, like the hood. Yeah. Wait, like ju- just the mask? Yeah. <laughs> like the full hood, but yeah. They're quite expensive if you want to is... get a good one. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And like right? latex can be more expensive too because oh, like there right. aren't that many people that make latex. And oh. it's a hard material to work with anyways. So people know that they can charge more for it. Wow. Mm. Dang. Yeah, I, I would be into like putting on a latex like you are suit. very loud right now. Oh my god. Am I? What oh sorry. Am I loud for you too, Chili? Uh not super loud for Am- me. Happened. Am I okay now, Lindsay? You're still like significant. I think you just leaned forward. Is this better? I mean it's I, like, fun- can't hear myself at all. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm just living in a mystery here, friends. Yeah, <laughs> an enigma. Uh, you're fine. You're fine. I think it just took me by surprise because we went from like you sitting here to like you being here. Oh right, yeah. That that's so. Yeah, it's a, that it's a very sense. jarring thing that you can, will have. Can to you hear me now? Later. Can you hear me? Can you Go hear ahead. me now? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird place, my friend. Dude, we're all in a weird place. Okay, we're all in a weird it's every place. season. Oh god. <laughs> But like seriously, it's Aries also season. full moon tomorrow. Oh, I live in a house of all Aries, and I said to Ollie at the beginning of oh, March, "Yes, both my sons are Aries, and my husband is Aries, and so fucking weird." And I'm a Cancer, strong energy. Oh my god! So I said to Ollie, I was like, at the beginning of was it March? No, yeah, March 21st. Like so, the first day of Aries season. I said to Ollie, I was like. He looked at me, he was like, babe, it's the start of Aries season. I was like, I fucking know. <laughs> I'm like, at the end of all this, Ollie, you're gifting me a spa day. And he's like, I got you. I got you, babe. It's going to happen. He's like, I feel bad for you already. <laughs> yeah, Aries, Aries season while all of the Aries are trapped indoors. Like, that's the real fucking kicker right yeah. now. I'm like, you have confined yeah. me in a space. No. You have told me what to do. No. <laughs> I just want to like flip the fucking table and be like, I'm having a party anyway. That's what Henry's been doing. Roland's a little bit more chill, but he definitely has his moments where he fucking rages. Ollie's definitely had more moments of rage. And Ollie is like, Ollie is so zen. Like I call, I call Ollie Buddha Ollie, but he's definitely, yeah, he's, he's been having some fiery moments. So yeah. Yeah. It's great. Airy season. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I hate that I can't be like frolicking in the streets right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still love it. Mm-hmm. You can frolic on your deck. I have done frolicking on the deck. I masturbated on the deck, like, but not this sunny day, the last one. Oh, that was great. Fuck great, yeah. Great, great time. Fuck My neighbors yeah. were also outside. Sorry. What? Were they really? They were. I was like face down on the deck being sneaky about it, but face down, mm-hmm. ass up. That's the way we liked it, but uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. That reminds me of um a time I was in Miami last year in May. Um, and we were staying at it was like a group of uh women that had all gotten together to go to um 
<laughs> they were going somewhere. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't remember the name of this conference. Uh, X-Biz. Yeah. Ah. We were X-Biz and we were staying in essentially like a mansion. Um, but the neighbor's yard was like very visible from our yard. And there was also like an apartment building being constructed basically behind the backyard. So we were like all a house full of sex workers making content outside. And they just, I guess, had to deal with that. <laughs> Yes. They got a show. They got they an got amazing show. show with a yeah, bunch of babes. A free show. Like, like you're welcome. You don't have to pay for this. But if you want to, yeah. you can catch it here yeah. in two weeks. <laughs> I would be so, so happy if I caught that show. I'd be like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Day made. I th- I could just see you walking by Sarah and be like, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just good for crying. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you ladies. Do it. Do it up. Uh, what's okay, what here's a great question. What is what is your favorite part of your work? Like what do you love the most? Hmm. Um, that's a really good question. I would say, I know I like mentioned small penis humiliation before, but that's definitely like one of my favorite things to do. Really? Um, yeah. It's definitely like the most fun thing I get to do when working um I mean like if anybody's gonna like pay you to insult them right I would be down with that a hundred percent I'm like you're gonna let yeah. me pitch on your penis and like you're gonna pay me for it to just stand and here and humiliate you and look hot as shit doing it totally mm. and they like hella get off on it um but outside of that I would say just like generally I really like helping people explore their fetishes and like there's a lot of shame associated with sexuality. Mm. So sometimes that can be really rewarding when people are, are like given a safe space mm-hmm. um, to further explore that, like say like men and prostate stimulation mm. um, or people with prostate and prostate stimulation. Um, it can be heavily stigmatized and often like in previous relationships and sometimes people are in relationships and still seek out sex work but if they've been shamed by a partner in the past for mm-hmm. wanting that then it can be like a big relief to have an interaction with a sex worker where they're like oh no this is totally normal you're not like you know weird or gay for mm-hmm. wanting prostate stimulation like that's something that your body is telling you feels good mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like the conversation that we recently had with Serena uh, during our live show. And she calls uh, the butt, what does she call it? Equal opportunity orifice. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got an asshole. Mm-hmm. And that was, an, a, that was a wonderful conversation because like Serena is just so knowledgeable, but that whole conversation was centered around, you know, getting rid of the shame around butt play, you know, for both sex, for all sexes. Um, mm-hmm. So, and like when... Actually, that night when we came home, Lindsay Oliver looked at me. He was just like, I learned so much yes. from that conversation. And like, I am really interested in prostate play now. And I was like, fuck yeah, buddy. Let's do it. Let's do it. What's like, really fun is like, we uh, have been really fortunate to partner with G-Vibe, which like Sarah and I were talking about before um, you jumped on Chili. And we actually have uh, a discount code with them, just momgasm, which is super great. 
but they're sending us their brand new toy, which I can't remember what it's called or not. I think it's like the G pop or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it is, it can be used for G spot simulation or, or for, um, prostate simulation. I was like, what? words yeah i know words hard hard tonight hard talking i don't communicate with people who are not tiny (laughs) my husband who also will accept broken weird sentences so (laughs) talking to adults right now and like forming actual intellectual sentences is terrifyingly hard (laughs) in this moment um but i'm really excited because not only do i get to play with this toy now but so does my partner and i Mm. love that we get to like it's like a it's like a foursome review yeah i'm 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 also equally excited about that now that ollie and i are having sex again i'm like yeah we are yeah i'm excited to receive that i actually haven't told him about that yet so Maybe I'll just surprise him. Like surprise bitch is coming. <laughs> Maybe like when he wakes up in the morning, I'll just have it there in front of my face. Like, you ready? <laughs> Do you want to play? No, just <laughs> grab the lube, babe. <laughs> is your prostate ready? Because <laughs> we're going to prime it. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm in a really weird place. Fuck, I am too, man. I am too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's I feel like I'm going to listen to this back and like, too, <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. What have we done? <laughs> what have we done? Okay. But back on track. I do have a question that like has been, that was on my mind as soon as we decided we want to interview you. And that was, um, how has sex work impacted your sexuality? Because that is like, or has it? Or has it at all? Because sexuality is a part of our personal identity. And that is something that I've been really working on lately and working through trauma and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm learning how just the how extensive sexuality really is and who we are as a as a human being and so i find it so extraordinary that your work is sex work and so my number one question is how does it or does it at all impact your sexuality has it impacted positively negatively like anything um yeah so i would say there are like a couple of different points that i can think of um as far as like exploring who i'm interested in um i had started to do that before getting into sex work but it really did help that evolve and blossom i guess um one of the first um like the first video that I filmed with partners was actually with a couple that I had my first threesome with and subsequently my first lesbian experiences. Ooh. Um, yeah. Sam. Mm-hmm. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and as far as like exploring my own preferences too, like, with fetishes, I had no idea how fast fetishes were. Mm. Um, but it's been so interesting to like, almost, I mean, like in the same um, sense as you guys, like where you're getting like promotional um, toys to play with. Like with me, it's like I'm buying toys for work. 
So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like playing around with them myself anyway. So like when I bought my first jump on, like that was a great thing to play around with and something I might not have bought otherwise. This, and it's so, I love that you said that because this is also something that I can relate to right now anyway, because even like part of the reason I bought the satisfier for myself was because mm-hmm. I was also like, oh, it'll be really interesting to talk about this for the show because it's something that I've never tried before and it's new and I get to experiment with it. And otherwise I probably never would have bought it for myself because it's not something that I would immediately gravitate towards or think that I would necessarily like. And I was like, well, it's 30 bucks and it's worth the experiment and gives us some great content. So why wouldn't I? And like some of the toys and things that I've discovered about myself um, that I do actually love have come via just, oh, well, fuck it. I'll try it as like a momgasm project. And, and then it's, and then it sticks. Yeah. So yeah, you've, it's impacted your sexuality and that you're, you're exploring different things that you never would have explored before. Mm-hmm. But has it like ever, have you ever had moments of doubt where you ever, where you ever reconsidered it or have you always just felt that this was what you wanted to do? I mean, obviously, or else you would have stopped. Mm-hmm. I assume. Um, I definitely have had moments where I've taken pause and thought like how much longer can I do this because mm. like it's not only um something that you have to deal with like the stigma of so the thought of like professional connections or connections that you have where like you might not blend those two worlds like the more um visible you are like the harder it is not to blend those worlds mm-hmm. um, and also, like, I mean, when I had to come out to my family, like, that was something that was giving me a lot of anxiety. But, I mean, they were really great. Like, the first thing that my dad even asked was, like, okay, well, are you being safe and do you have an accountant? Yeah. <laughs> go yeah. dad. Yeah, go dad. Do you have an accountant? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What did your mom think? Um, I think it was a little harder for her, um, where she grew up in a small town, like, I guess the idea of pornography that she would have grown up with wouldn't have been a positive one. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been super stigmatized and it's hard to shake that. Mm-hmm. So I like definitely understood her hesitance in me getting involved in that field. But I mean, all things considered, like she'll still like joke about being a sex worker like she was we were having dinner as a family once and uh she was like making whipped cream and she was like whipping it and she was like "Hmm, you should come over and whip this for me you'd be good at that like shit you should actually believe my name (laughs) (laughs) we will we will the minute you said it was like no (laughs) (laughs) no i'm glad that i didn't do it But that's awesome, though. So, like, you you don't have there's no negative uh, reactions from your family. They're they're pretty um, supportive of what you're doing. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Um, I have I have a question. What? And you don't have to answer it if you don't want. Um, but it, I was just wondering, what is the weirdest request that you've ever received from a client? Oh, well, yeah. well, well knowing <laughs> that like, let's blanket state that, that with like, 
a weird request is completely subjective to the person asking the request and also receiving the request because what is weird for somebody is probably super normal for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, totally. Um, And I mean, like, I genuinely am open to just about anything um, as long as it isn't, like, harming someone else Mm. um, or doesn't, like, push boundaries of consent too Mm. far. But I would say, like, subjectively, the weirdest request, like, in my personal opinion that I have received was quite recently um, when someone had reached out on Instagram asking for my toenail clipping. Yeah. You did it, though, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, you did. Okay, <laughs> and now, like... now I'm like, how much did you get? for your toenail yeah clipping. that is my and again you don't have to answer this but this is like where my immediate brain goes to mm-hmm. well um it was 60 dollars for that and i was like my thought process was like this is gonna take me like a minute to do i don't have to talk to anybody to do it and i would be doing it anyways so. i would totally <laughs> sell my toenail clippings yeah and like 100%. the nice thing with that is that it can become a regular source of income too like if somebody like has a fetish that they need to like keep do i don't know things in supply of yeah exactly. <laughs> you need a refresher on your clippings there friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so if you're listening like, you really yeah, want my toenail clippings let me know hit <laughs> up your girl Lindsay at uh, momgasmpodcast at gmail.com I've also said I've also like this is the other thing where it's like I, I'm totally okay with like the idea of selling things that are like no longer a part of my body anymore like you want my mm. hair great have my hair you want my toenail clippings great have my toenail clippings you want my fucking underwear that's getting ratty and old great there you go it's yours pay me a whole bunch of money and I will buy nicer new shit fuck yeah Right. So there was um there was a woman who was selling like she called it gamer girl bathwater, and she was like a Twitch streamer and she was selling vials of her bathwater, which was probably just distilled water. But yeah, she was making like I think a hundred dollars a vial. That's genius. I know this person <laughs> is a fucking genius. Yeah. Oh my god! If I like fart in a mason jar, can I sell that? Is that like a thing? Like, oh yeah. Oh my yep, god! You definitely could. <laughs> I think I think my like because I've I being business minded like I, it's just programmed into me. If I can make money out of something, I'm like okay, let's figure it out. Let's do it. I need to know. My biggest thing mm-hmm. is always like great. Like I know that there's a market for all of these things, but how? in the fuck do you actually go about finding the people mm. who are like, yes, I need your toenail clippings. Yes. I want to buy your dirty underwear. Yes. I want mm. X, Y, Z. Like that's where I'm like, how, how do you get from like point A to point B being like that perfect person walking into your DM or your OnlyFans page or whatever it is and being like, you're the person for me and I will pay you this much money for said item. Like, I feel like there's got to be a lot of work involved in that. Like there, there's, there's marketing yeah. the shit out of yourself. Mm. Mm. And then, and I guess like the way that I started it was through Tinder. So I would oh. like put my Instagram in my bio and be like, check out my bio and message me on Instagram and they would then message me on Instagram because I 
probably wouldn't match with them and they needed their shot. So after a few messages, I would then get back to them and be like, hey, this is my deal. Like, if you want to pay me for X, Y, Z, then like, that's what I offer. Um, but otherwise, I'm not really interested in having a conversation. So <laughs> Beautiful. I fucking love it. Yeah. It's just like instant, like um, pay for more. Yeah. And then hmm. platforms like, I mean, Twitter is a little more sex worker friendly. There's a lot of sex work advertising on Twitter. Um, and I mean, Tumblr in its heyday was also a good one. Tumblr. Reddit, Reddit, oh, yeah. That's cool. So like, would you just like go on Reddit and be like, hey, I've got a hundred mil vial of my bath water. 50 bucks a pop. Who wants it? I, I would totally fucking do that. Know. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't used Reddit for marketing, but I know that some people do and it like can't really work for them if they build a presence up just from like tease stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's yeah, really it's cool. It's all about that like redirecting people back to something where they can yeah. get in contact with you basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That okay, I guess I guess this would be like a, a, a next great question. Like if if I was super keen on getting into the avenue of sex work, whether it's like making videos or nudes or selling things, um what would be the what what would be your greatest first step for me? Like what 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 is something tangible that I can do? to make that happen? Hmm. Um, I guess I'd have to like preface my answer by saying that like so many people right now have been looking into getting into sex work. Um, I forget if I mentioned this earlier or not, the Rolling Stones article that came out today, um, but it was talking about how like with COVID-19, like so many people are like, oh, I've been thinking about sex work, but now I have no job and like, everything's a big mess so like now's the time I want to try it but um there's been like a fair bit of backlash from the sex work community as like people getting into it for the wrong reasons Mm. um and not really thinking about it being a lot of work because like it really is like it's a job it's a lot of work um and you need a strong work ethic to really make it work because it's not like you're just going to be making like fast cash. Mm. You really have to build yourself up to be in a position where you can make a sustainable amount of income. Cause like, even I've gone through periods of time where I'm like, this is not paying my bills. I need to supplement my income um, because it's so unstable. Um, also you have to think about like the stigmatization that comes along with it as well, because like that's not for everybody. Sometimes yeah. it can be a little traumatizing to people. And like, you have to think like, do I have the room to, put that trauma on myself yeah or like potential for trauma Mm -hmm. um yeah but I mean if like you've researched it and you're thinking like hey like this is something I really want to devote my time to I think I could be really good at this I'm an exhibitionist Mm. anyways so like I'm okay with sharing myself with other people um then I would say there are a number of videos put out by Noah Benzie on YouTube Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about, I mean, when I do like, she's got hella stage voice, like hella like camera girl voice. Um, 
but she does a really succinct job of talking about how to get started with webcamming platforms. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's no absolute, like, sex workers Bible of, like, here's how you do the thing. Mm. It's kind of, mm. like, however you want to get into it. Um, but a good first step would be, like, building up a social media presence that doesn't have your name or any personal information linked to it. Like, building up kind of, like, a tease, too. Mm. Like, that was something, at least, that I did, where, like, I hadn't gotten into sex work at that point but I was still like posting boudoir photos and building up an audience see and this is like this is the other thing that's held me back and will probably continue to hold me back where it's like I feel like I have too much of a public presence as it is Mm -hmm. to actually go and do any type of sex work in a way that would be safe for me to do it because I'm I'm already all over the internet on very many mediums Mm-hmm. And it's and the other thing that's really funny and ironic is my name is like if you Google my name, I'm literally the only person with my name. Crazy. Which is crazy and like kind of great because I mean, yay, I'm I'm like I'll always come up. You're an anomaly. Right. <laughs> but if it comes to like wanting to do something anonymously it then makes yeah. things impossibly. Well, I was going to say, like, maybe you could do it so that you didn't show your face. You I only would... showed your body. Um, but then there's part of me that gets annoyed in that where I'm like, well, why can't this is the Aries in me? I'm like, well, why can't I be super public and do sex work? Why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. Like, because you have two jobs yeah. and uh, you also need to think about how your choices affect them and their future if they ever go to school again, because who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh God. I just took that down a notch. <laughs> took a dark <laughs> turn, friends. Oh yeah. I, mean, like, I guess like you kind of need to have those conversations with them anyways. Yeah. Like about like planting that seed of like sex workers exist and it's not something that should be looked down on. Because mm-hmm. like I remember having such like like stuff I don't know, like just like a stigmatized view growing up, especially as like a teenager as to what sex work was. Mm. Um, And I feel like especially in Canada, there's this view that women who do, especially women who do sex work um, are very vulnerable and they're victims and they need to be protected and saved. And like, that's just such bullshit. Like, you can express your sexuality any way you want. And if that means monetizing it, then, like, fuck yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Although there are individuals that are in sex work that maybe don't want to be. And it's not a great situation. So it's like the, mm-hmm. it's this well, very. It's like the conflation between sex work and sex trafficking. Yeah. Which is kind of what um, Bill C-36 does, which is like the one that essentially enables the um, uh, Nordic model in Canada. So it really does like group them together and be like, okay, well, some sex workers might be thriving, but like also there's a lot of them who are like victims and are caught up in this and don't Mm. want to be in this. But like if there's any sense of like, this is not consensual. This is not what I want to be doing. This is not my job. Then like, that's pretty much 
more sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. Like if you have somebody like over you who's telling you what to do. Mm. Um, Yeah. Not Mm. to say, I mean, like there are definitely women or, I mean, I shouldn't say women, like there are definitely sex workers who do identify as sex workers who are in positions that like they don't necessarily want to be in. Mm. Um, Yeah. Like socioeconomic situation yeah, yeah like like working for survival and means versus mm-hmm. doing it because you enjoy it and it's a choice for you like this yeah. is yeah <clears throat> yeah, yeah survival versus art form yeah right mm-hmm. and that's 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 always kind of been the that area that I think has always scared scared me whenever people would come to me and say friends of mine would say you know I'm interested in this and my immediate thought would go to safety it's always going to safety because you just hear of all the horrible stories and I think that that's mm. you don't hear of any real positive stories and it wasn't I think it was um maybe like a few years ago, maybe when I first moved to Halifax, um, I, I had heard of some like really positive stories of sex workers here in the city, which totally changed my opinion of it. And like, I grew up in a small town. So like, you can only imagine what the fucking conversations are like in a small town around sex workers. I mean, as an insult, when I was in grade five, we called each other transvestites. We're like, you fucking transvestite? Fucking like, I don't even know how old we are in grade five. What is that, 1999? Maybe earlier than that, ninety-seven. Oh. <laughs> like, you were a little asshole, though. That's for man, sure. Man, that's what small town is like, though. Like you're, you are just so um, sheltered, and you don't know. And my parents never fucking talked to me about sex work. I mean, mm. I hearing you say, oh. Chili, that that is a conversation that you should have. I'm like, fuck. I actually never thought about that. Like, I will have thought and have talked to Henry about sex, um, about female anatomy and about birth and this, that, and the other. But I have never thought about talking to them about sex work, ever. Now Mm -hmm. it's dawning on me that, yeah, that was definitely something that we should talk about. Well, like, I I was listening to some of your guys' podcasts trying to, like, prepare and, like, (laughs) see what the vibe was going to be like. Um, (laughs) And the one that you did with Kat and Nance, on mm. consent in the medical okay. community was so powerful and just involving children in like that understanding of consent and I think like when you have conversations around consent sex work can fit into that at least at a certain age like mm-hmm. none of there's any need to explain to like a young young child no but like as soon as like they're starting to have those conversations yeah. in school which like they they will like they will remember having those conversations in middle school with friends and like just getting that out of the way early, I think, mm. will create a better society and like mm. less stigmatization. I in my brain, like I feel like this conversation will naturally fit in once we're having the conversation about porn. Anyway, because yeah. I'm like, here you go, yeah. medium of entertainment, and yeah. these people are sex workers. These are their jobs. These are also other kinds of sex workers out there and what you can potentially have access to or maybe experiment and explore yourself when you are not living at home. Please, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You say that, but, um, and I mean, this is like a fairly unique situation, but there was an article that I had read um, 
about a mother who had a son who was physically um, disabled and he was living at home. And the way that he um, expressed his sexuality and fulfilled those needs was through sex workers. And that was just something his mom was like, okay with. And even when I was See, working I at Pleasures like and Treasures, like, yeah. Like, even when I was working at Pleasures and Treasures, there was um, a regular client who would come in and he was in a wheelchair. But yeah, I know his mom would come with him and be like, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. if somebody has to, I'd much prefer like that he got this need fulfilled mm. um, rather than make one of the group home workers do it for him. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Oh, that's I, awesome. I, I make the fucking joke of like, don't do it while you're home, except for I like wouldn't actually give a fuck. It's more so. Really? It's just like the, it's just the weirdness of, of the idea that at some point, my children will probably be having sex within my home. Like that mm. is just a really <laughs> weird thing to wrap my head around. Mm. And it's not that I don't actually want them to. I mean, there's part of me that's like, oh, I just don't want to be around for that. It's that same kind of weirdness of like your parents fucking. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Worse. No, that's, that's fair. Do you that's know what? I, like it's, fair. it's not that I don't want you having healthy, amazing sex. It's just like, I don't want to mm-hmm. ever risk the opportunity of like walking in on you or like hearing you fucking like that for me is not Mm. something I want. That being said, I want you to feel so comfortable and free and open and I will like control my shit if that does ever happen. But Mm. as it stands now, I would prefer that that's not something that happens in my life because it's just the weirdness of like, you are my spawn. You are of me. I don't want to see you or hear you fulfilling your sexual reverence and magic like I just that's not Mm. for me Mm. yeah which I I guess kind of ties into the conversations that we are currently having around consent and like what what we I don't want to be shared with me right now which like Alexis currently is like going through this thing of like she really is into her nipples right now like (laughs) really fucking like she's tweaking those things all of the time all of the time. And anytime I see her doing it, I'm like, babe, I love that you're exploring your body. That's super awesome. Could you just please do me a favor and maybe do that in a room elsewhere? Because I don't feel comfortable with you doing that with me here. Mm-hmm. That's a great response. Yeah. Just like making that like, this is your private time. Yeah. Like you do that all you want on your own, totally normal, totally natural. Just like, I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> or would any other person at this point in your life? <laughs> Please, like, no. <laughs> Please, no. Please. And then it's, like, anytime, anytime with, like, if she's, if she's like, wandering in her labia. I'm, like, again, love that you're comfortable with this. So good for you. I, however, don't feel comfortable with you doing this beside me on the couch. Mm-hmm. Could you please, uh, like, either I can leave or, like, you can take that somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, not, <laughs> not here. So I feel the same with like the idea of like my kids fucking uh, yeah. in my house. I'm like, just like, can we like, can we just like be really tactful about mom and dad not being home? Like that would be so appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> you totally can do that. Like, right. You know, if I thinking about Henry and Roland when they come of age and they start having sex, it's like, 
I don't think that I would have an issue with them having sex in the home because it's almost like, I remember my mom and dad always telling me when I was younger um, and like when I was drinking, they're like, I'd rather you do it at home and they would buy me yeah, the drinks. Yeah. They're like, I'd rather you do it at home with your friends. You can, you know, do whatever, but I want to know that you're safe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like that same yeah. mentality of like, listen, you want to have your girlfriend, boyfriend over, you want to get frisky, fuck, whatever you want to do. I'd rather you do it in the safety of the home. Yeah. And I'd rather know that you have a drawer full of condoms or whatever you need mm-hmm. in your bedroom and you can practice safe sex instead yeah. of like going in the middle of a field. You don't have a condom. You don't have lube. You end up like falling and hurting. I don't know. Like there's like, you know, you just think of this scenario. Cause like yeah. I had sex in all kinds of weird fucking places when I was a teenager, man like weird Same. places. And I was in weird <laughs> situations because I was so ashamed of it. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that my mom and dad were making me feel ashamed at all. Um, but I definitely think that there is a level of discomfort that probably a lot of people of our generation had with our parents. Cause I don't think my parents weren't super open about, you know, they weren't like, Sarah, yeah, go fuck. But I could definitely talk to my mom about it. I could be like, mom, yeah. I had sex. It was like this. I needed to go on birth control. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it up. One should be safe. So, yeah. You know, I feel like I'm curious to know what it's going to be like for our generation when our kids are teenagers. Cause like, you know, we have lived through so much and technology, like what is it going to be like for our kids technology wise? You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Yeah. Well, like it's fucking scary, man. Like, I'm just thinking about, like, I've had this conversation with my partner because, like, we talk about, like, we both, like, eventually want to have kids together. Mm. Um, we're just, like, at that point, we're, like, we want to yeah. plan our life out. Like, what do we both want? Like, having those conversations. Um, and, like, I'm very strong on the stance that, like, I don't think kids should have full access to the internet up mm. until a certain uh, age because, like, here, there's here. a lot of fucked up shit. And a lot of fucked up people, like, I'm thinking about even my own experiences at, like, 13 on the computer going on chat rooms and talking with adult men. Like, fuck Mm no. (laughs) Adult men who wanted to send me free things. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'll give you my address. That's a great idea. Uh, (laughs) Yep. A lot of, like, Napster chat rooms. I was hard into those hired into those but it was a game with for me and my friends like which fucked up fucker can we find today and we would just go in there and be like yeah i'm 23 and uh but really i'm like 13 yeah so i guess i mean with you mentioning that at some point in in your plan you'd like to grow your family uh will you still do sex work do you think that you'll you'll still do what you love i think so um, but I think like that'll more so depends on like, do I still have the time for it? Do I have another source of income that's like better than sex work? Um, am I still interested in it? Am I still passionate about it? Cause like it does take so much energy, like especially emotional and mental energy to do. Um, yeah. So I don't know. You, I feel like I, I, sorry, can keep going. No. <laughs> <laughs> I um like I feel like I would have those conversations with them and like let them know in case they ever were googling and found anything because like I'd rather them hear that from me than like have them find something out but like I mean also unless they were to like know my username I don't think I mean Mm. nothing comes up so Mm. yeah 
That's cool. That's, it's funny. So when I had interrupted you, I was totally going to ask like, oh, like, how do you think you would navigate that with your kids? So you just answered it for me. So that that's perfect. That's, it's funny, like going back to the idea of like the kids fucking the house and me being super uncomfortable <laughs> with it. I think it's also the layout of the house that we're currently in that it's more about, oh, yeah. which is also like the reason that me, the reality of like me ever doing sex work is probably not, not high because mm. again, like creating content uh, that is like PG is hard enough because we have two bedrooms and like four people, four, mm. four humans. Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm like, Oh, this house is very small. You can hear everything. <laughs> I don't, Fair. I don't, I don't want to hear everything. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. But yet my children have to hear everything. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Sweet she's still angel. young enough that she's not probably going to remember any of it. I'm, I'm not worried about it if she does. I'd be like, well, you want to know how you're made? Now you know. There you go. But if she comes back to you when she's a teenager and she's like, Mom, I heard you fucking, so you can't get mad at me for hearing me fuck. Like, great. But uh, my preference is just like, give me like a, a five minute nod and I'll just go for a walk. I'll go for a walk. I'm fine. That's a great way to handle it, honestly. Like, I'm thinking about, like, my own experiences as a teenager and thinking, like, if I could just get my parents out of the house rather than me find some sketchy-ass place to, like, go have sex, like... I'm like, I will give you the floor. I will give you that. I will give you the Mm -hmm. safe place. I will give you, like, the lube and the, the things and the stuff. Just, like, give me five minute warning, please. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And also I would feel like they would be more comfortable with me not being in the house. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then you don't have to hush hush. And then you like can just like fully embody your wildness and do whatever. But at the same time, it is kind of hot trying to be quiet. I mean, like that was, <laughs> I remember the game of that of like, oh, don't moan. Mm-hmm. It like totally got mm-hmm. me off. Uh, I'm an Aries. That does not do it for me. I'm like, <laughs> let me fucking express myself. Thank you. This is why I love library fantasy. Because I'm like, oh, I have to be as quiet as possible. Like, I love, I love me a good library scenario. Which is funny because, that's like, so interesting. I mm-hmm. like the library scenario because I want to be, like, I'm going to be the person that's coming in there and fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> like, library porn or, like, yes. library fantasies? Porn. Library porn Ooh, and fantasies. Totally there for it. There's this one porn, which is, like, burned into my brain. I will never forget it. Oh, my God. I wish I could remember her name. I think her name is Amanda something. She's Australian. And she – so it's this scene. They go into a library. And first she, like, gets the guy. She gives him a blowjob and, like, this little nook in the the stacks. And then, like, someone's coming down the, the, the lane or aisle, whatever. So they have to stop. So then they go and they find this, like, there's, like, this floor of computers and there's no one up there. And then they're able to just, like, fully fuck. And it's amazing. But they have to be quiet. And, like, during it, she's like, shh. And, I, for like, it does it for me every fucking time. And I love it. I don't know. There's just something about that, like, that need to be quiet. It's not even the quietness. It's, like, knowing that you have rules. That there's, like, you can't, I don't know. Oh no! What? I hate really? It. I hate really? It. You said rules, and I was like, oh. I don't know. It's it's 
uh, maybe it's like a submissive thing or I don't know, but like knowing that there's certain things that I can't do. And I'm like, I've talked to Ollie about it and he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm there. I like that. Yeah. Talking about partners though. I was just going to do that. Well done, Sarah. Thank you. How has sex work impacted your relationship with your partner? Mm. Or has it? Um, well, my partner knew that I was a sex worker before we started dating. Um, we actually matched on Tinder. That was how we met. Which yes. Like, <laughs> like how everybody meets these days. Um, but yeah, so he knew walking into our date that that was my deal. And when we had our date, I laid everything out on the table. I was like, this is what I do. I'm not going to stop doing what I do. If yeah. I start getting someone, just so you know. Um, and like, are you comfortable you. with that? Yeah. Um, and he was. He's a fantastic partner. He's so supportive. And not to say that, like, you know, he doesn't have his own boundaries because he does have his own boundaries. And we have had to have, like, a super open line Mm. of communication and a lot of trust to be able to work around that because, like, we're both, like, as is right now, like, in a monogamous relationship because, like, my work isn't really – I wouldn't really consider that – exploring sexually in the same way that like it would be if I had another partner per se Mm -hmm. but no he's really really lovely and that's awesome yeah and it's like really conscious too of like making sure that like my needs are met and if I feel like stifled at all to let him know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you um do the two of you kind of talk about what you do in specifics much? Does he subscribe to what you put out in the world? Um, no. Yeah. No, he doesn't. And I think like for him, that's probably a little bit of self-preservation. Like he'd rather not know because it's like hard, you know, like you Mm. have super normal feelings of jealousy that can go along with, um, dating someone who is a sex worker and yeah I think it just makes it easier not to be too involved mm, yeah for sure that totally wow. makes sense I, I, I don't know if I could could not know like if thinking about if Ollie was to become a sex worker like I think but like not knowing what he's putting out there I think it would drive me crazy but like do you, got, do you obviously have conversations though we do and he does help me with content ah. that's awesome that's wait is awesome. he is he like ever in any content that you're creating <gasps> that's delightful okay so let's change this changes things then yeah and he's like also an excellent cameraman too so like oh, if I'm yes. I need this shot of my ass can you get this for me then like he's all for it like he's got just such a good eye for that kind of thing so it's so quite well <laughs> this is delightful and this is like this is really thrilling for me because it's like jeff and i have totally joked and like also half seriously talked about like making videos for like make love not porn like we've <laughs> or i'm like oh should we the exhibitionist in me is like do it <laughs> but then the rational part of me what from that i've only like heard of make love not porn like Um, I think it's, I think it, you can, I think you get paid somehow, but I feel and imagine like it's, it's not a lot. 
I think mm. it has to do with like how many people are renting your videos and it's probably uh, totally talking out my ass here, but just the way that I would imagine that it works from when I looked mm. at it like a year and a half ago is that you rent the videos that you want, I think is how it works. And then you would get like a percentage of the cut kind of like if you were if you were selling tickets on Eventbrite or something there's like a certain there's a service fee and there's something that goes directly to the platform that's hosting you so I think I think that's how it would be done so I would imagine that like the more content that you're creating um and the the more in demand your content would be like the more potential you would have to earn but again I haven't I haven't given much energy into it and it could have changed in the year and a half that I've not looked at it because it's been a while. Yeah. Fair. That's totally fair. A lot of platforms do change like constantly. So right? yeah. Yeah. I just loved, I loved with that. Like I love how simple and stripped back a lot of the stuff is where it's just like, Oh, I can literally just do this on my iPhone and mm-hmm. it's great. And that's mm-hmm. it. And it's awesome. Yeah. And there I mean, is, like, can do that with other platforms as well like um the um friend of mine who had gotten me into sex work or had suggested sex work to me initially is uh, red hot Sue's on instagram um and she goes oh. like Benadora and porn um and she just films on her iphone and posts that to many of so she'll like film edit and upload all on her phone nice really easy and she's like a top performer she won um an award with many bids this year Ooh. wow holy yeah, shit so it's like you're giving really dangerous ideas like, dangerous yeah. ideas here where i'm like all right <laughs> neck down only yeah i'm gonna work with that I'm working with the bathwater. I'm like, that That sounds real lucrative to me. (laughs) You're like, I have a lot of baths. Oh, I do. do So does Ollie. I can sell Ollie's bathwater. We can mix (laughs) them together. I'm like, what's some momgasm bathwater on your Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, to momgasm. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just burn our bathwater. Doing it. Doing it. (laughs) God, that would be fucking hilarious. Get some farts in there. Oh, just yeah. like maybe a little bit of menstrual yeah. blood. Oh, I was totally gonna say, can I sell my menstrual blood? Because I again <laughs> Oh yeah, probably. I would do that. I would I would do that. Uh, uh paint some uh, pussies with it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like I, this is so funny because my brain is like, what 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 in the world can I sell? What I do I? have one more question before we wrap up, though, that just came to yeah. me. Have you ever thought about getting into the porn industry? Like, I don't even know how you would do that. Is there, like, you sign to a production company and then, like, you're just in it and then they, they send you contracts that you do? And I don't know. Have you mm-hmm. thought about it? I have. I have thought about it. Um, and I listened to Holly Randall's podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. Um, and she is a big time porn producer. Um, her mom was Suze Randall, and she was one of the first women who was working in porn. Wow. Um, yeah. So she has like a lot of guests on who work directly in the porn industry. But honestly, like, I think I'm so comfortable with working for myself and by myself that like 
working for someone else might not be what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. and might like it might feel like someone else is like stepping on my toes um mm, I relate to that very strongly yeah mm-hmm. yeah because like it would honestly differ in so many ways like you would well, I mean, there's all kinds of different porn. Like, I'm sure there'd be avenues where it would just be, could just be you. But obviously, then there'd be opportunities where you would have partners as well. Um, yeah. And also someone directing you with a script. And like, I don't know, there are lots of people who are great at that and who are good at taking direction and super comfortable with like having a lot of people in the room. But like where I am right now, it's like, it's just me and my partner generally. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. works out well as opposed to having like a cameraman up my ass and like a cameraman over there and like a lighting guy over here and mm. you know there's like a lot of people in the room mm. when you're shooting production porn. well one of the things that I'm really really liking is I still have not gotten a subscription I don't know what's wrong with me but I've been kind of creeping Erica Lust stuff a lot but specifically like mm-hmm. looking at like the production behind the scenes videos that they give you just to get a really good idea of exactly what you're talking about like how much mm-hmm. crew and work and like stopping and starting and changing that happens behind the scenes that you never see in the full production and like just how much manipulating is happening with the story and the fucking and the acting and like it's so it's so refreshing and interesting to see all of that that actually goes into it versus just seeing that like Mm -hmm. final polished product where you're like, what? Mm. Oh, so that's, that's, it's both like cool and also, Ooh, okay. Do I need the whole production team and like the directing or do I want to create stuff that's more, intimate and me and like what I want to do and not so curated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um yeah I think Erica Lust was used as like a juxtaposition in a documentary all in the industry I'm not like remembering what it was called um but kind of just to show like the two opposite ends of like she is very open about producing like feminist porn or what yeah. we consider to be feminist porn but like is also pretty open about like shitting on mainstream porn too and like personally I think that like porn can be empowering for anybody so like whether you're doing a hard BDSM scene or whether you're like making love with your partner like both of those things can be equally empowering mm. um but yeah no I think she shoots some beautiful work really beautiful work it's very and it's pretty. interesting how she like takes people's stories and fantasies too and works with those like mm. that's something that is super cool oh it's awesome that's like the the video that i will probably find the cave and buy myself a scri- subscription for is like i'm pretty sure somebody got in my brain and like took my fantasy and like wrote it and sent it in and then she made it and i'm like <gasps> oh my god like I showed Sarah and I was like bitch this was made for me this is fucking made for me it "It fucking was it is like it's Mm -hmm. fucking it's like weird magic fertility long haired like people dancing around somebody while they're fuck. like it's just made for me it's like ritualistic (laughs) uh huh it is oh yeah no Uh yeah, mm-hmm. and yet I still have not watched it. 
Mm. What are you doing with your life? What? I yeah, said, what are you buying? I really should. I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's my birthday Wednesday. Who's buying me a porn subscription? <laughs> oh. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> it does. It really does though. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Really it's like watch. once you like invest in porn and like see what's really out there, you're like, oh, everything on Pornhub is just a teaser. Like <laughs> Right. You know, like, you need to, like, elevate to be like, oh, so that exists. Like, this is another place where my pleasure can go. Mm-hmm. Right? Speaking of Pornhub, they have, like, free premium content available for, like, a month because of COVID right now, which is Thanks, amazing. Pornhub. Which is amazing, right? I know. Well, I mean, my, my, I have a different opinion on this, uh-huh. um, actually. Oh. And, like, wow. I don't use Pornhub. So I don't want to like speak for people who do, but essentially like if it was me and if I was making premium content, I wouldn't want it to be available for everybody. I would be yeah, really mad because like the more your content is available, the more risk you're in for people stealing it and uploading it onto other sites. And it like might yeah. be available for a month, but then it's like available forever now somewhere else. Like, yeah, oh, I think it's like sucked. a move buy Pornhub to make themselves look better but like isn't necessarily helping any of their models because like as far as I know they haven't really done anything to support their models during this but then again I don't know maybe there's something in the works that I don't really work with them so yeah yeah that's so interesting this is why like I love that we're having this conversation because this is shit that I never would think of no ever like it just wouldn't even cross my mind Mm mm-hmm same that yeah. hasn't crossed my mind at all to like, think about that the more you like talk about it like the more information is available it just kind of like helps spread these conversations into like the mainstream world and well exactly right and that's the whole reason why we do this because we want to have more conversations we want to we want to educate ourselves and hopefully other people as and well also apparently start a panty selling business that's also, oh, yeah. de momgasm coming out <laughs> spring of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. If you guys start making momgasm panties, I will buy some. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, we need to we need to make momgasm panties. Writing it down now. That's the next oh, line of momgasm want, merch. I was gonna say I really want momgasm panties <laughs> so I can like twerk in them because that would just be great for me. It'd be really right? Oh my god, yeah. And you could do like a little promo of like. The people who watch or listen to your podcast twerking in mom gas and panties. Be dope. Start a That's hashtag. a great idea. Oh, twerk for momgasm. <sighs> That's a great idea. I'm writing that down. Please do. Please write that down. <laughs> Hard, circle it, underline it, put some stars beside yeah. it, asterisk that shit. Draw some titties, oh, you know, great. just everything. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Also, yes, please. I- do you have to say that your guys' marketing is so good? So, ah! so good. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yep. Yeah, we, uh, Lindsay wanna... is a marketing guru and over you there. Create all of the things that I desire. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Amazing. the design wizard, and I'm like, <laughs> right? The, the brain. 
the br- I can't. I, the brain is like half fucking dead right now. I don't know. <laughs> the wheels are just spinning. I think it's also probably because I have like been high every day for the last three weeks, and today I am not high. My brain's just like, what? Mm. We don't know how to do this anymore. What is life? Uh, I'll do it. Also, I straight up have like not been able to keep track of days at oh. all during. So I was like, oh, this interview is tomorrow, right? This morning. And I was like, oh, shit. No, it's Dude. today. And I have to like make sure I know what I'm talking about. This fucking t- today, I was like, I was like in my zone. I was reading my, you know, philosophical shit. And I was like, whoa, wait, chili. Oh my God, is that today? And I was like, holy fuck, what day is it? And I looked at the calendar. And I was like, it's fucking Monday. Okay. I texted right. Lindsay. I was like, I totally forgot like my I am just I'm, I'm also on my period I'm day three so I'm like spacey as fuck right now like this makeup I had a nap like at 5 30 I was like I'm conking out for half an hour and I woke up and put this on I was like I'm ready to go yeah. my tea. let's do this <laughs> meanwhile I'm just having like oh. perpetual orgasms all day yeah passing the time nice. oh god it was good it was, yeah. it was great I'm not I'm after like almost two months probably of like no sex or like sex like twice oh man it's great it's great oh it's because i'm in my prime because it's aries season aries i guess i'm like in a a weird place no weird place well on that note then perhaps (laughs) we should let you go and uh maybe have another orgasm i don't know (laughs) Probably get high because I, I made it till I'm nine. Have an orgasm till like nine p.m. and I'm like, that's good enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is good, Lynn. That is good. You I did. Feel I've you done did well. it, bud. I've done you well. deserve a reward now, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really stoked that you were here, Chili. This was a super great conversation. This was awesome. I feel like I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, yeah, I'm just like really stoked that you do what you do and that you love what you do and that you're like willing to talk about what you do so yeah. that our asses can learn some shit. Mm-hmm. Well, thank so. you guys so much for having me on. Like, I love what you guys are doing. Keep doing exactly what you're doing. It's really fucking cool and really fucking important. I guess. Um, so. Also. Oh, wait. I was going to say so. Oh, where, where I was going to be like, where can people find That's your goodness? And like, how can we like plug our asses into your sweet ass? Okay. I love that. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you love You can that. plug your ass in at Instagram.com slash chili chick underscore Twitter.com slash chili chick underscore and also, I have my links for the sexy stuff in my bio, if that interests anybody. Um, I also would like to mention that the two organizations that I had mentioned before, Maggie's Toronto, um, in partnership with Butterfly Project and Page Society in Vancouver, are accepting donations. So if yes. you would like to support sex workers in need, then please check them out. Awesome. Yes. Fucking A. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And thanks awesome. for spending your Monday night with us. Yes. Because if you Ooh, forgot, yeah. it's Monday. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> like, and for everyone listening to us, they're probably like, Monday? It's Monday? I'm like, no, it's Friday if you're listening. So are your friends. <laughs> <laughs> fucking with everybody oh, today. Wow. <laughs> 
This was awesome. Thank you so much, Chili. And the first yeah. momgasm panties that we make, they're being sent to you. Well, we want to see a twerking yeah. video. As always, peace, love, and a whole lot of cum. Or not. Or not. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Are you loving what we're dishing out? Then follow us on Instagram for more juicy content weekly. Or come join our free Facebook community, The Momgasm Den, where the conversations and hilarity never end. If you're craving a little bit more momgasm and love VIP treatment, join our Patreon community where we're serving up bloopers, unreleased episodes, first dibs on upcoming events, snail mail, and so much more. Seriously, you do not want to miss out on this. Make sure you never miss a new Momgasm episode by subscribing. And why not show us a little bit of love while you're at it? By sharing, liking, and commenting on your favorite episodes. And that's it. That's all we got for you. Thanks for tuning in. Mwah.